Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Thursday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk, your sports central for betters. My name's Ted Sabranski. They call me Teddy Covers. You'll find me at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Joined, as always, by co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at CalSportsLV on Twitter. And look, want to welcome all of you watching on the SportsGrid TV network. Want to welcome the Zumo viewers. Welcome the Stir viewers. Welcome the Pluto TV viewers. Welcome our iHeartRadio network listeners. All of our podcast listeners. We got a loaded show. <laughs> Let's get right into it. We'd like to start... And really, today's show is loaded. We're going to have John Murray joining us from the Westgate Superbook later in the show, talking about where the sharp money is going for the Bulls and for the NFL playoffs. We'll talk Bulls, NFL playoffs, NBA, college hoops. You know what we do. Let's get into it. We start like we do every day with a segment we call BBBBBB, Bad Beats, Bad Bets, Bad for the Books. Talk about what happened over the last couple of days because we didn't have a show yesterday. We'll certainly start with what happened yesterday on New Year's Day, however. And, uh, we'll start with a late game. Baylor, well, they lost their QB on a late hit, and then they lost the game and against the spread to Georgia. Bulldogs, impressive this year after their bowl no-show last year. And this, a very good result for the house. All the sharp money came on the underdog. Teddy, yeah, it, it took me. I liked Baylor originally when they were getting over a touchdown, and as much as it came down, I actually took it back and, and bought in on Georgia. You know, it's rare that a coach comes through and says, you know, we had a bad, bad bowl performance. We were a no-show last year at Texas. I want to make sure one loss doesn't turn into two for a second straight year. And hats off to him. He did a great job having his team ready. They had a they pitched a shutout in the first half, and uh, uh, the Bulldogs were a quality team and deserved to win. I'll give Baylor credit for showing up in the second half. I mean, the way that game played for the first half, it felt like well, one of those games that just Baylor's just going to get run out after the break. And they made things interesting down the stretch until <laughs> the QB got hurt. After that, it was pretty much garbage time. The backup did not have a whole lot of success moving the football against that elite Bulldogs defense. Elite defense around his play yesterday, yet the game still went over the total. Oregon and Wisconsin, the Badgers kept turning it over. They gave uh, uh, Oregon a touchdown on a bad, uh, just a drop snap on a punt. They gave him another touchdown late in the game on a fumble. It was four turnovers in total for Wisconsin. Three of them directly led to Oregon scores and gave them short fields because Justin Herbert didn't look like a number one draft choice in that ball game, and yet the Ducks came out on top, capitalizing on all the Badgers' mistakes. It's one of those games that I backed Oregon, and did I deserve to win? Absolutely not. You talked about the total, Teddy, and despite two good defenses doing what they did, anytime you have three non-offensive touchdowns, Oregon off the drop punt returns it, Oregon uh, off the defensive touchdown, and then Wisconsin with the kick return touchdown. So oh. you're not gonna you're not gonna win unders with three non-offensive touchdowns. Uh, again, Oregon was the wrong team for at least three quarters. Uh, it took a hit on the running back to fumble that ball, and then Herbert running it in. Otherwise, it would have been the Badgers. 
And, of course, it wasn't Jonathan Taylor who fumbled the ball away. Some reason, he didn't have the ball in his hands. Held under 100 yards rushing in last night's Oregon upset. Uh, the Ducks closed as three-point underdogs. The Golden Gophers closed at seven-point underdogs. And they were the better team against Auburn. That was impressive. I wasn't sure if Minnesota was going to be able to stand up to the big boys. They were able to stand up with the big boys, knocking off Gus Malzahn's Auburn Tigers. I will basically repeat what you said, Teddy. P.J. Fleck gets the New Year's Day coach of the day. Uh, Best coaching job, having his team ready. They were physical. They played man. They they played play for play to Auburn. And, uh, you know, I would say if you pick the Big Ten team that was going to win against uh, against their foe on New Year's Day, Minnesota against Auburn would have been the third choice behind Wisconsin and Michigan. No, I mean, the, all year long, the Gophers receivers made plays and they didn't get credit for it. That passing game with Tanner Morgan, the QB, wasn't fully respected by the markets. Huh? After yesterday, going into next year, maybe they will be. But honestly, I think coming into next year, Minnesota has the potential to be an undervalued commodity. That's not a team that's gotten a lot of love from sharp money in 2019. It hasn't because you're still going to be, people are still going to perceive Wisconsin and Iowa better than them in that division. So, you know, I agree. Minnesota was one of only two teams. This was before the Bulls, Teddy, that had a thousand yard rusher and 2000 yard receivers. You don't perceive the Gophers to have that many skill players, but they both were first team Big Ten wide receivers. First time that's ever happened in the Big Ten conference. And yes, it was the Minnesota Gophers offense. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there was my Michigan Wolverines. There was a time in that game I thought I might actually come on and wear a Michigan hat today. Uh, no, it didn't happen. Alabama dominates the second half. Harbaugh's boys step up in class again, and they lose again. Alabama came to play, at least after halftime, and it showed. And we've talked that sometimes I am still a fan of the Browns and the Buckeyes. It's a good thing you're not a fan of the Michigan Wolverines. I don't know what the <laughs> answer is. Embarrassing, really, to, to, to be that much of a no-show again. I don't think I've ever seen a worse performance than Shea Patterson throwing the ball 10 yards deep or further. He was, what, 0 for 8? Any, any pass that was over 10 yards, he overthrew by at least 5 yards. It was just horrible. Let's talk a little NBA from New Year's Day. We'll call it the mellow effect. Well, the Blazers have now lost five in a row. They've lost three of them as chalk, and they got bombed against the Knicks yesterday. Mellow returns to the Garden, and New York is the better of the two teams. Blazers don't look like a playoff team right now, not even close. You know, you watch the NBA closer than I do. Is it is it too many people wanting to touch the ball and not playing enough defense? I mean, Portland has an issue with their low post defense for sure. That has a lot more to do with injuries than it does to do with any other factor. But the bottom line is the Blazers guards aren't stepping up game in, game out. And Melo's scoring punch had a little impact early. Right now, it's not helping Portland at all. When we come back, we're going to talk Super Bowl futures and line movers right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So, this is our first show of 2020, flat out. You guys know that. We weren't on yesterday. And I know that we've had a bunch of new viewers over the course of the holidays. If you like the show, and I hope you do, we need your help. We're trying to build something here. We're trying to build something real, okay? There needs to be a Sports Central for gamblers out there. We're creating it right here on the Sports Grid Network. So we're asking for follows, we're asking for likes, we're asking for retweets. It's real simple. Find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, Sports Grid Network on YouTube. On Instagram, find us at Sports Grid TV. Again, at Sports Grid TV on Instagram. We appreciate all of your feedback. We'll do our best to incorporate as many suggestions as you have for us. But likes, follows, retweets. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your help. Normally, we do line movers right here. And we're going to do line movers in a minute. But I wanted to take a few minutes right here, Ralph, to talk NFL Future Book. We have updated lines from the Westgate Superbook. We'll talk more about them with John Murray later in the show. But we've got the numbers from the Superbook. And they speak volumes about why you have no business betting any NFL futures at all during the regular season. I thought I found a good number on Houston midway through the season. I thought I found him at, I found him at 10 to 1 to win the AFC. That was the best number available. There were 8 to 1s, 10 to 1s. This is midseason. 
Here we are at the start of the playoffs. You get about 30 to one to win the AFC. Okay. Yeah. And they haven't gotten worse. All right. When we look, let, let's go. Let's start with over the NFC. But I just wanted to use the Texans as an example of what the issues are during the regular season and the offseason when it comes to NFL futures versus what the real story is that here we are in January and the odds that are available right now. So let's start in the NFC. The 49ers, they're plus 125 to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. And note, I'm talking win the conference. I'm not even talking about winning the Super Bowl, just to get to the Super Bowl. 49ers plus 125. Saints plus 275. The Packers are 4-1. to one. The Seahawks are 20 to 1 just to win the NFC. The Vikings and the Eagles are 30 to 1. Is there anyone from that group that stands out to you, Ralph, as a long shot that offers value, a favorite that's not short enough? Anything from that quintet of uh, six teams that, uh, that makes sense for you? Teddy, I, I, I want to take one second for our viewers because we're going to have a lot of viewers and some people don't have the ability to shop like we do in Vegas. And we always talk about how important it is to shop to get a half a point. It is double, triple, four times as important. If you're going to bet futures to shop, I'm just going to give you some current examples. You had the Seahawks at 20 to 1. Another place I'm looking at right now, plus 975, half of the value the Superbook's giving you. These are live odds I'm looking at. The Vikings, 14 to 1. John Murray Superbook, you can get 30 to 1. And Philadelphia, 14 to 1, you can get 30 to 1. So shopping is as important. We teach you to do it to be a, a smart and good gambler. If you're going to bet futures, shopping is even more important. You know, with those. We're going to talk about who we pick in this in in the Super Bowl. Um, we're going to agree on that later, Teddy. You know, I don't think there's value because I don't think anyone but the 49ers or Saints come out of the NFC. Now, the question I had to ask, though, if a team can win a game, all right, if the Vikings can beat the Saints or whoever wins the Eagles Seahawks game and now becomes two wins away. When you're 20 to 1 and 30 to 1, you can actually hedge profitably twice and still walk away with a profit. So, is there anything out of those three teams that are priced 20 to 1 or higher, Seahawks, Vikings, Eagles, any of those that make sense to you to try to ride or try to lock in a little bit of profit if they can win the first week? Well, I mean, you could bet Minnesota at plus 340 right now. So if you're just betting one unit on Minnesota and betting 340 and you parlay that 340 over because they're going to be a dog, I think you're going to get more than that anyway. Yeah, of all the teams, though, I, I rank the Vikings sixth. Uh, in terms of if I'm ranking the team's chances to make the Super Bowl, I would put Minnesota last of the six uh, oh, NFC yeah. teams. Well, and the, and the, the point spread tells us that and the future book odds tell us that. So. Uh, but to maximize your ROI, if you think Minnesota can win three games and reach the Super Bowl, you better believe. Take them plus 340, and you'll find better than that by kickoff. And then roll it over, <laughs> and then roll it over again. You'll end up with better. I don't know if you'll, well, I, you should end up with better than 30 to 1 uh, by the end of that Teddy, process I mean, if no, the Vikings win all three. There's no question, though. 
The Eagles, there's much more value with the Eagles because they're a team that, number one, has been there and done that. And number two, their week one game is a pick them at home versus laying over a touchdown on the road. So I would think there's value on the 30, the one with the Eagles, much more so than the Vikings. I'm with you 100% on that. And, of course, Philly has shown us a lot of refuse to lose down the stretch of this NFL season. I don't know if they're good enough. And, no, I don't have any Philly in my pocket. But from a value standpoint, I'm with you as Philly being the clear choice. In the AFC, things aren't so clear. We have the Ravens at plus 140, the Chiefs at plus 200. They're 2-1. to one. The Patriots are 8-1. to one, And then the Texans, Titans, and Bills all at 30-1. to one. The market's saying nary a one of those teams has a realistic chance of winning three games over the next three weekends. And just to give some perspective from a second book I'm looking at, you know, while the book I gave had much worse odds for those higher numbers, where they have the Ravens plus 140, perhaps they've gotten a lot of Baltimore money. Other places are plus 225. And the Chiefs, where they're laying two to one, you could find over four to one on Kansas City. So it they, you know, there's a lot of local sports flavor in different sports books. And it could be that they are so high on the Ravens in that case. Uh, again, to me, it, it really seems like this is just a four-team tournament, the top two in the AFC and the top two in the NFC. So you say none of the teams playing this weekend will be alive come championship weekend in the NFL. It'll be 1-2-1-2? One, two, one, two? Well, yeah, I, the only team I would put there, it would be Bill Belichick. You know, and and the way Brady's played, it's tough for me to say that. But the way their defense has played, you know, if you're going to take a long, if you're going to get the Belichick and Brady as a dog in a playoff mode, you know, if you're going to throw a few pennies down, uh, you'd be remiss to not like them and not bet them because you're, you know, we may, may very well be saying, oh, the Patriots did it again in the Super Bowl. I guess they're not dead. That wouldn't shock me at all. <laughs> sure, but. When you talk about the future book line, you know, New England all year has been what, like five to one. <laughs> and now here they are to win eight to one just to get out of the AFC. So if you can be patient with your future wagers, if that money's not burning a hole in your pocket, now's the time to bet them. Um, and obviously, uh, there are some underdogs that offer some, in theory, good value, even though Ralph and I both think this is going to be a relatively chalky. NFL postseason. The current Super Bowl line, Ralph, AFC minus three, total 50 and a half. Any interest in that one? Certainly the Ravens priced as the best team in the NFL right now and Casey not far behind them. The market's expecting one of those teams to reach the Super Bowl, hence the AFC being favorite. I think there is value on the NFC. You know, because I don't think the Ravens will get there. I have Kansas City going, and I have the Saints even with Kansas City. So I think there is definite value the way I perceive the playoffs to occur that I think there's value on the NFC plus three. My thinking is if it's not Baltimore, then the Super Bowl is going to be pick. I, I wouldn't argue with that at all. And if I'm making a wager today, it would be on the NFC plus the three. We'll, real quick, a little NBA. I'm going to fire through it. Porzingis and Hardaway are out for the Mavericks tonight. We're seeing a bunch of Nets money. Head coach Kenny Atkinson not amused by the Nets' current three-game losing streak. There was a lot of talk about right ship 
as they go to Dallas today. And the market's reflecting that. Nothing but Brooklyn money early on. And, of course, how low will it go? Well, the T-Wolves have been an under-machine since Carl Anthony Towns got hurt. Gunner's getting pounded again tonight, even against a bad defensive team like Golden State. That total on the way down. Big game breakdowns coming up next. Stay on the grid. Wait to talk continue. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners and viewers of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus... New users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 20 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. And Ralph, this is not unusual for us to have sportsbook sponsors on this show. And we talk about what our sponsor, we talk about our sponsors, we read the copy. Open up an account, all right? Honestly, in Vegas, it's easy. 
All right. There's a whole bunch of sports books and different sports books. And we can line shop. And Ralph talked earlier in the show about the difference between doubling your money versus getting half of the return on investment from one book to the next, just looking at futures for the NFL. Every day that happens. This book will have a different price than that book. This book will have a different liability than that book. And if you have accounts at multiple books, you can take advantage of that. I encourage you. Don't wait. Make that a New Year's resolution. Open up every sportsbook account that you can. Ralph, join me. You know, we, we, we're going to have Vegas Murray on, and John talked about, you know, going back to the SEC championship. They liked Georgia. They took a stand. They were looking for Georgia money, so you had a team on sale. There's times sportsbooks are heavy on a side or like a side, so it's not even always just catching a sharpening number. There's times that sportsbook directors, yes, many of them are corporate. The big guys now have gone to corporate where they're not going to change lines. But we have a great freestanding sports books. Tony Miller and Murray and Andrews at the South Point, they all want to make strong statements. And they believe their line is the right line. So just, just by shopping, it's amazing. You're going to save yourself, I would say, 20 units, Teddy. What do you say? 2 3% of your bankroll you could change from losers to winners. So making it a 6.6 or almost a 7% swing from your bankroll from the beginning to the end? The guesstimate that I use, having the ability to line shop, is out of every 100 bets, you're going to turn, turn, you're going to turn two losers into pushes and two pushes into winners. So when it comes to what kind of a difference that makes on your bottom line, you'll be shocked. If you track, and again, Ralph talked about it in New Year's resolution time, you got to track. <laughs> if you're not tracking your bets, best of luck to you. But again, we there are sponsors, okay? We encourage you to use our sponsors because they're good and because they make you a better better. So, I mean, what more can we say than that? You know, if you want to win doing this, you need the ability to uh, to shop for the best line. In order to shop for the best line, you need to have multiple sportsbooks accounts. And if you have multiple sportsbook accounts, you can do for all from your phone and line shop and get your bets down. So don't wait. Take advantage of our sponsors' special offers. I encourage you to do that now. And they got just extra time they didn't pay for. So we got to keep moving. But the bottom line is, it makes sense. I have no hesitation recommending sports books because I don't recommend one over another. I recommend all of them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if they're legal and licensed and regulated. Get down. Uh, instead of putting 500 bucks into one, put 250 into two, put 100 into five. Do whatever it takes. Get yourself the ability to line shop. Makes all the difference. Speaking of line shopping, there's a game going on right now that if you line shopped, you got Cincinnati minus six and a half or Boston College plus seven and a half. Still nothing, nothing. And I believe there's a rain delay now in the first quarter in Birmingham. I'll give you updates as they occur, if they occur, if the game's in rain delay. We're not going to have an update probably for the rest of the show. Let's talk tonight. Big line move on this one. There's been heavy Tennessee money today. Two and a half last night, three this morning, three and a half right now. The Vols have taken a ton of money, and it's blown right through the key number of three. Again, you know, two and a half to three, okay, that's a big move. Three off of three up to three and a half, that's a big move. Two and a half to three and a half is a significant groundswell of Vols money. Total's getting bet up as well, 55 and a half, Tennessee and Indiana in the Gator Bowl tonight. Teddy, I remember this from last year. 
these games January 2nd, you have so many people fired up from having done week 17 of the NFL and then bet all these exciting days, New Year's Eve, and then bet all these exciting games, New Year's Day, that the volume on these games is so much higher because people just want to continue betting. Um, I'm on Tennessee. I have a Tennessee ticket in my pocket. I didn't get the best number early. I, I took it at two and a half. So I just took it shortly. And comparing these two teams to me, Tennessee's really been in must-win mode, you know, going back each of their last five games that they had to win to get here. And I look at Indiana, and boy, are they a good bully. But beating Eastern Illinois 52 to nothing and Connecticut 38 to 3 and Rutgers 35 to nothing sure makes your stats look good when you're looking at averages at the end of the year but against those more physical teams they just didn't they just weren't able to put up the offense that I think SEC against the Big 10 I think they're 10 and 3 against the spread the last 13 times they met and uh I do like the Vols in this game let me ask you this, though, Ralph, because it's key. You said you put Tennessee minus two and a half in your pocket. At three and a half, would you consider a wager on the Vols? Or is this, uh, you missed it, and uh, let's leave this one alone? Yeah, at two and a half to three and a half, I would leave it off. I, there's there's times when I think a point is okay, but there's times where I think a point isn't okay from two and a half to three and a half. So um, I also rate my bets, Teddy, and we'll do this on on our closing segment next week when we have a little more time. I do rate my plays. So I have three different levels of plays, a three-star or a 3%, a 4%, and a 5%. So since this was a 3% play, a one-point move from 25 to 3.5 is going to keep me off it. If it were a higher play, a 5% play, I might have changed my mind and said I'm still going to play it. So because I have different levels and because it's my lowest level play, no action for me at three and a half. And that is strong advice from a veteran professional better like Ralph Michaels. I encourage you to take that pretty seriously. And I agree 100% with what you said in terms of there are times I'm not afraid. If I miss up, you know, if the game's 11 and I didn't catch it and now it's up to 12, all right, maybe I'll lay the 12. You know, I don't expect to get the best of the number with every single bet that I make, although I try. But big difference between like an 11 and 12 versus a two and a half versus a three and a half key numbers are where you need to be most concerned about getting the best of the number and not getting on the wrong side of those key numbers. Let's talk a little NBA tonight. I thought this one was fun because Blake Griffin returning to face the Clippers in L.A. But now it looks like Blake Griffin's not going to play. He's got a bum knee. I was hoping that he did play because he's been awful (laughs) of late. Clippers minus 12 and a half total 224 and a half against the Detroit Pistons and the Pistons last couple of games I mean they've let go of the rope early Ralph and I believe their last eight losses have all come by double digits Detroit a team with fairly high expectations you got Griffin you got Drummond you got Derrick Rose you have a veteran trio and an intriguing core of young players but boy You want to talk about a team that just smells bad right now. The Pistons smell bad. They play bad. And I'm not convinced they're going to show up in L.A. tonight against a Clippers team that's done pretty well at avoiding distractions and taking care of business against some of the lesser foes on their schedule. 
Eddie, as you said, there's only one way I can look. I look at the Pistons and they're on a one and seven straight up an ATS run. The only win was against the Wizards. And I'm a big person. We talked about margins. You know, if you're one and seven and you're and you're failing to cover games by a point, you know, you just had some bad luck go your way. If you're one and you're seven and you're failing to cover games by 9.5 points per game, that's a different story. Then you look at the two times they were a double digit or a nine point dog or more against the Jazz, their last game, they lose 104 to 81. And against uh, the Celtics, they lose by 21 as well, 114 to 93. So to me, all signs are it's either the Clippers side or pass. Yeah, when I find a team in free fall in the NBA, they're a one-way team. I'm not trying to catch the falling knife when it comes to the Detroit Pistons right now. That team is playing some pretty dismal basketball. Let's talk a little college hoops. But I, I feel like we've given college hoops short shrift of late, Ralph. Huh, what are we going to do? It's bowl season. It's NFL playoff season. It is what it is. Nonetheless, there was one game that stood out to you today. That, of course... The UT Arlington Arkansas State matchup. Tell me about it, Ralph Michael. Well, Teddy, you know, this is where college basketball starting conference play schedule means everything. 353 teams in Division One. Well, why is an Arlington team that's four and nine a road favorite against Arkansas State Red Wolves that's 10 and three? It doesn't make any sense. Well, it does make sense. If the Mavericks have played the number nine schedule and Arkansas State has played the number 305 schedule, you may not get a bigger disparate result of strength of schedule this year, the rest of the way. Arlington returns five, four of their top five starters, five of their top six scores, and they're starting their first three Sunbelt games on the road. They already lost their first two Sunbelt games against upper division foes. The cream rises. I have the better team looking up in the schedule in almost a must-win situation. I think the price is cheap. That's game 645, UT Arlington minus the three. The Roadrunners over the Red Wolves. Ralph says that's chalk worth laying. The Mavericks, Teddy. The Mavericks. The Roadrunners are what? UTSA. Uh, U-T-R-G-V, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UTSA. Ah, I hate getting them wrong. Especially when we're live. When we come back, we're live with John Murray from the Westgate Superbook. Wager Talk continues. Stay on. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Deep dive time on a Thursday. We have one of our favorite guests joining us right now. His name is John Murray. He's the director of race and sports at the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas. You can find him on Twitter at Vegas Murray. And you better be downloading his podcast every week <laughs> with our friend uh, Kelly Stewart. That, of course, at Kelly Murray Show on Twitter to get. Uh, what well, that twice a week that comes out, right? Uh, um, John, that's a that's a twice weekly yeah. podcast with Kelly. Two, uh, twice a week we do it. So it's a real labor of love, guys. But yeah, we do it uh, every every Monday and every Thursday. The show comes out. So there's a there's a new show that came out this morning. As a matter of fact, hey John, I got a question. How close was it to be called mm-hmm. the App Murray Kelly Show? No chance, right? Uh, I wanted to call it Johnny and in Vegas with in Vegas as her last name, <laughs> but, uh, I got, I got overruled on that one. Yeah. I, I've never been the creative person out of the two of us. So she, she's the bigger star. So she gets first top billing, so to speak. Well, so far she's the bigger star. You're getting there, buddy. But again, at Kelly Murray show <laughs> to get that podcast twice yeah. a week. And of course at Vegas Murray uh, on Twitter. Ralph, why don't you start? I know you had a question that I didn't send, John, as a preview, but it's a question that made a ton of sense. I think you'll be able to answer without any prep for it. John, simply this. I get asked this, and I'm going to throw it to you because I don't know the answer. How much different is making a playoff line than a regular season line? So let's just say we played an extra week of the regular season. Would these lines have been the same if it were a regular season game? Or is there a different tweak and perhaps a tweak to the power ratings when you look at the matchups? It's kind of similar to making a line for a primetime NFL game because you're going to get kind of primetime level handle on these games. So, and And the one thing that is a little different, though, a little unique, is it kind of depends what slot in the weekend the games are at. Like, I think the Saints line would actually be higher if it was the Sunday afternoon game, because I know all the parlays are going to run to the Saints, or the, and even more of them would run to it if it was the late game Sunday. But I think that's the only thing that's a little unique about the playoffs is you, you have to factor in the time slots a little bit. 
That's an interesting. That's actually something I hadn't even thought about, which makes a ton of sense. Uh, but certainly, when we you talk about Sunday parlay, night football, though, Teddy, yeah, we do that on Sunday night football too, though. So it's it, it's pretty similar to the regular season. I like the playoffs better, though, guys, because you don't have to have the whole conversations about do these guys care? Are they motivated? I would argue it's easier to make the numbers in the playoffs because we know we're going to get a maximum effort from all these teams. Sure, A game versus A game. So I'm not going to ask you if the Buffalo Bills are motivated this weekend or the Houston Texans. Of course, Texans have had their fair share of playoff failures in recent years, including playoff failures at home. They've lost twice by double-digit margins in their last three home playoff games. What kind of action are you seeing on the NFL playoff lid lifter, Texans and the Bills, uh, at the Westgate Super Bowl? Well, the Texans are always in this game, this first game, this ESPN 130 game. So far, pretty split uh, action here. We did have one guy we respect. He bet 33000 to win 30000 on Houston minus 2.5. We moved to Houston minus 2.5, minus 20. But I don't, I don't expect this game to be a real big decision. I think it's going to be the least or the smallest decision of the weekend, probably the lowest handle game of the weekend as well. I think it's also a game that could just be really could go either way. Nothing would really surprise me in terms of a result here. I think it's a total coin flip. So I think Buffalo might be worth a look in teasers. If you can tease them up through three and seven might be a good idea because this is a game really could go to either side. Just real quick. I noticed that you you said that you moved it to, you were at two and a half. You took a huge bet and then you moved it to two and a half minus 20. How come you didn't go to three in in that spot? Oh, it's just such a big, uh, such a big move to go from two and a half to three. And earlier in the week, when we were at plus three minus ten, and even at plus three minus twenty, there was a lot of support for the Bills. I'm not saying we won't go to three between now and kickoff, but for the moment, we're at minus two and a half, minus one twenty. Looking at the New England Patriots, you know Tom Brady over his last eleven games has had a quarterback ranking of ninety-seven or higher one game. But of course, he's playing Ryan Tannehill, playing his first playoff game. Want to ask you about the Patriots and the Titans, and also, is your line affected by a young quarterback like Josh Allen making his first playoff start? Does that change your line or your handicapping process at all? Uh, It's a concern a little bit because I I do, you know, you don't really know what you're going to get out of Josh Allen. It's not so much the fact that it's a playoff game. I feel like you just don't know what you're going to get out of him week to week, period, regardless of what's at stake. He's a tough guy to handicap because sometimes I watch Allen and I think this guy's going to be a star in the NFL. And other times I watch him and I think, what the hell is he even doing out there? (laughs) So uh, it's not really, it's not really because of the playoff game so much as, He's just a guy, he's got a very, very high ceiling, but he also has a really low floor. So he's a tough guy to handicap, period. The New England game, I feel like the line's gotten about as low as it can, guys. You know, I mean, New England, to be only a five, five-and-a-half point favorite at home against Tennessee, it really it speaks to how low the Patriots, or how low, lightly regarded the Patriots are right now. And uh, it's hard for me to, to recommend betting on the Titans getting that few points on the road against New England and on the road against Belichick. So you've got a a fair bit of respect for Belichick and Brady, even after their struggles this year. This line's not going lower. Belichick is still Belichick. You know, Brady Brady was a great player, obviously, but uh, Belichick is still Bill Belichick. I I would always fear him. When you talk about the pantheon of NFL coaches, certainly Belichick stands at the top, and no one else is even close. From a point spread perspective, Mike Zimmer is not that far behind. 
Uh, certainly at home, Minnesota has been a dominant point spread team, but they don't get a home game because they lost to Green Bay uh, on uh, national TV. And now they got to travel to New Orleans and face a Saints team that has had their fair share of disappointing playoff defeats in recent seasons, to put it mildly. Saints and the Vikings, what kind of action are you seeing uh, at the Super Bowl this week? You know, it's it's mostly Saints money. Uh, the Saints are going to be included in every parlay, every teaser bet we take this week. We'll have New Orleans in it. We did have a gentleman come in and bet to win 30000 on the Vikings plus eight points. Knocked us down to seven and a half in that game. So right now it's it, it's kind of split at the moment, but I know that by the time this game kicks off on Sunday morning, we'll need Minnesota for a pretty big number because New Orleans will be – if they're not the most popular betting option of the week in the NFL, they'll be number two behind Seattle. I'm sure I can say this. Sean Payton, the way they lost their playoff game two years ago against Minnesota and got screwed last year against the Rams, if he has any opportunity to extend that lead in the third or fourth quarters, he will do it to make sure it's not a one-score game into that fourth quarter. You can you can guarantee that. And the final game, Seattle – Seattle is the first team, my database only goes back to 2001 for the playoffs, to have lost each of their last two games and been an away favorite at Philadelphia. Teddy's been on this Eagles bandwagon for a while. Tell us about this Sunday nightcap as we have an away favorite taking on the Eagles. Well, I think it's going to be the biggest decision of the week because it is the Sunday nightcap. All the all the parlays are going to roll to Seattle on Sunday. We'll need Philadelphia pretty big. We've already got a ticket count that was at one point approaching 10 to 1, is now more like in the 7 to 1 range on the wow. Seahawks. Everybody's betting Seattle. And if you guys remember this game the first time, Seattle was a small dog in Philadelphia. And they just, everybody bets Seattle like crazy. Seattle went, up, went off favorite in that game. I wouldn't be surprised to see this line rise a little bit between now and Sunday. I see some other books in town are at two, two and a half right now. You might even see a three, depending on how much parlay liability everybody in town has to the Seahawks. And I kind of agree with Teddy. I think Philadelphia could be a live dog here. Uh, just got to keep an eye on the injury report, though, guys. Some really key guys on both sides of the ball are listed as questionable right now. Both teams, I should say, have key guys listed as questionable right now. So you want to keep keep an eye on that. Zach Ertz, Jadavian Clowney, Dwayne Brown, Lane Johnson, just to name a few. Yeah, impact players, no doubt. But yeah, you're confident sure. that Seattle's going to be your biggest NFL liability of the weekend. You're going to need Philadelphia. Uh, Unless you consider, like, New Orleans uh, New Orleans losing the game outright would be the biggest winner, I would imagine, just because every parlay is going to have New Orleans' money line in it. So I, I don't think anything would be better for the books than a Minnesota outright win. But if you're just looking at the spread markets, I have to think Philadelphia will probably be the biggest need of the, for the books this weekend, not just because Seattle's a cheap road favorite, but also because of the time slot, everything running to the Seahawks on Sunday afternoon. We're talking here, of course, with uh, John Patrick Murray from the Westgate Superbook, the race and sports director. And, John, before we talk bowls, I'm going to make sure I get you a chance to give whatever plugs and promos you want because we don't pay for your time on here, man. You got you to gotta get something for your time. We appreciate it. Tell everyone what's going sure. on at the Westgate Superbook this week and beyond. Well, the big thing I want to talk about is we are going to be taking 2020 Super Contest 
entries starting on Monday, January 13th. This cool. year, you can enter up. To, you can do up to three entries if you'd like. We're also going to start taking entries for the reboot contest and the gold contest. The reboot will also let you do up to three entries if you'd like. This year as well, we're adding this quarterly prizes: first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. The winner of each takes home one hundred thousand dollars, twenty-five thousand to second place, and ten thousand to third place in each of the four respective quarters this season. So some very exciting additions to the Super Contest for 2020. Hey, John, What's the tell our viewers next year? Sorry. Oh, Jeff. man, they always ask me that. Uh, go ahead. Hey, John, t- tell our viewers oh. what the grand prize was this past week, this past year. Uh, the, uh, it was the winner for uh, this past year got $1.4 million. I can pull up the exact number here. Uh, it's That's good enough. It just makes me four- sick to think about it. $1,469,644.80. You know, even second place took home 505000 and the gold winner took home 585000 So we had three people paid out over half a million dollars, one person over a million dollars. Yeah, and, and we're excited about next year. I think, I think we'll see some year-over-year growth. Thirty-three twenty-eight last year, so hopefully we get 3500 this year. We'd be happy with that. And let me ask you, it's an important question to ask, and I'm, I'm asking it here because I need people need to know. Please tell me they tipped the guys that won a half million dollars and $1.4 <laughs> million and all that. Well, you know what? They haven't. Um, we don't start the payouts until Friday. Uh, okay. Friday is when we start paying everybody out. Some of the winners in the past have tipped. It's certainly very appreciated by the team. And uh, not certainly not required. But, of course, everybody appreciates a, a tip. You guys know that. This is a lot. This this town runs on tips, okay. And if you want respect, oh, yes, and you want sir. people to like you and take and take your business. It helps, whether it's three. Oh, we like all of our customers. Something. Was it? We love all of our customers, but uh, yeah, of course. Uh, certainly, tips are very very appreciated. You know that. No question. So we're run, we're running short on time. We got to get to a couple of bowls real quick. Let's talk Gator Bowl tonight and Potato Bowl tomorrow. What kind of action are you seeing at the Super Bowl? Uh, the, the remaining bowl games, really, there's not a whole lot to report. There is a decent amount of money on Tennessee in the Gator Bowl. We, we've got that line right now up to Tennessee laying three and a half against Indiana. Looks like we will need Indiana for a decent decision. Not really much in the potato bowl. There's a few tickets on Ohio. They're an eight-point favorite against Nevada. But for now, a, a pretty low-volume game. Hey, Teddy, I do quick- want to mention for the potato bowl, you got to remember the Wolfpack have three starters suspended and a starter for the first half for that brawl against UNLV. If this were any other bowl game on the 31st or 1st, we would have had a monster line change. We don't have really any line move because of those suspensions. John Murray, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy 2020, my friend. We'll talk to you again next week. Uh, Thanks, guys. When we come back, Ralph and I are going to give you our Super Bowl picks right here, right now. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Here in the home stretch of a wager talk on a Thursday, the first show of 2020. And Ralph, it's time to make some Super Bowl picks. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Well, you know, I already mentioned it, Teddy, that uh, uh, we have the same team. So why don't you go first and then we'll decide on who we're going to pick to win it all. <laughs> all right. Uh, and that's the truth. Of it. And again, okay. This is not a back the dump truck up to the betting window and get every dollar that I have down on this matchup. This is who I think the best teams in the NFL are going into the postseason. And barring injury, I expect them to win a couple of games. In the NFC, my money's on New Orleans. Very impressed with San Fran. San Fran can outcoach. Uh, I mean, their, their play calling has been extraordinary. Okay. But if I have a choice between Drew Brees or Jimmy Garoppolo in a playoff game, I want Drew Brees. Period. I don't care where it was. You know, okay, the first game was in New Orleans. This one's going to be in San Fran. I think the Saints have a legit edge in that ballgame. And I know what Sean Payton's track record in the postseason is on the road. That was then. This year's Saints team's been different. In the AFC, I'm going to look at the Chiefs and call me a Kansas City believer. Again, they were this close last year, just like the Saints were this close last year uh, to making the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> Kansas City, we know what Mahomes, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Make whatever arguments you want. I'll take Patrick Mahomes versus the field. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't care. (laughs) Mahomes is the guy. And the Chiefs defense has been elite. Lamar Jackson's playoff experience isn't there yet. I think KC and New Orleans are my two choices. What about you, Ralph? I'm going to agree, Teddy. I, I think your points are very valid. You know, picking the Super Bowl winner, I originally said the Saints, and I know you were leaning Chiefs. Uh, I will say this, it being in Miami, if there's any weather or wind, I think that certainly favors Kansas City 
over Breeze, who's used to playing in the Dome. Mahomes has only played a few doors out the worm. We're not going to have inclement weather. We know that. But that could be an edge that needs to be talked about. Well, Ralph and I are in agreement. We both like the Saints. We both like the Chiefs. Hopefully, you'll join us and they'll meet in the Super Bowl and we'll all make a bunch of money. Enjoy the games. Good luck tonight. We'll be back again tomorrow right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid.